Well, we are big fans of today's guest at my house. In fact, uh, we've got a couple of his vinyls. They never go too far from the record player. Joining us today to talk about his new EP and a heck of a lot more, it is Canadian country star Andrew Hyatt. I think this is him now. Hey, it's Andrew Hyatt calling. This is Weaver. It is, buddy. How the heck are you? Doing good, man. How are you doing? Doing good, thank you very much. Last time we checked with you was a couple months back. Uh, maybe just keep fans updated here. Uh, where are you? Like, where are we talking to you from today? Uh, I'm I'm still at home. Uh, snowy, snowy home. <laughs> All our snow uh, melted this week. You still got some, yeah? Oh, uh, it's coming down pretty heavy right now, yeah, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Halloween ends and right into Christmas for 2020, eh? Uh, that's pretty much every year in Sudbury, man. We don't even usually get to Halloween before uh, the snow. So, <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you what. I've been looking forward to having a conversation with you today because for those, for those who listen to this at a later date, this is U.S. Election Day, and I'm most excited to actually have a conversation with someone today that has nothing to do with politics. This is great. Oh, yeah, man. That's, I've pretty much shut the Internet off because... There's nothing I can do about it. No, no. I'm with you, man, 100%. Let's talk music today, buddy. You know I'm a fan, so you know I was excited on Friday when we got the new EP. Yeah, man, yeah. I'm, I was excited to put it out. You know, it's uh, we've, we've, we've singled most of the songs off the EP already, so some people have already heard all but one song um, on the record, but it's nice to get it out as a collective and, you know, get to listen to it front to back and see see all the hard work we put into it. It was kind of nice to actually get that collection, though, because as I know you are, I'm also a music fan. I just love having, even though it's not in physical form when I've got it on my phone, I just love having a collection of one artist's songs to kind of get a vibe of how they place them and, you know, the old uh, the old album style. Yeah, I'm, I'm still a big fan of that, too, and I put a lot of time and, and thought into how those things are going to play out. So, I, you know, I miss the days of uh, that's all you got, but... Times have changed, and uh, I'm down with singles as well, but I definitely like uh, when people can hear front to back. Absolutely, and I'm with you on that, and I know that you're an artist that releases things in physical format. I know I've got a couple of your vinyls at home. Do you find a lot of success with that, or is it kind of like a very niche market? It's a weird thing. I feel like at shows, they sell really well, especially if I get the opportunity to play more so like the intimate shows, like as soon as we do those stripped-down kind of like 50 to 150 people kind of shows. Um, we find that that's like the number one thing that we sell is vinyls. Um, just because, you know, you get to tell the story so people connect with the song and then they want something physical and memorable um, from those shows. But yeah, man, actually, we're working on uh, side B right now. Actually, I got mixes this morning of what will eventually be side B of Neverland and the next thing that I'm putting out. So incredible. Hold on. You just dropped some fire on me there and I wasn't even done talking about this one yet. So that's great. <laughs> that's great, man. Yeah, yeah, man. No yeah. kidding. All right. So uh, with this one, let's just let's just finish up with Neverland then and continue with that then. So fans, right when they get it, it's six songs. It's an EP. Hang Around Kind, very familiar. Uh, I did uh, tell you before that I was a fan of that track. We've got the new one, Neverland, at number two. Uh, your last radio single, I Needed That, is at three. Uh, Stuck, which fans should be familiar with if they follow you digitally, uh, for sure. Didn't know me. Big fan of that one. The only one that I wasn't familiar with was Get Away With Anything. Uh, where did Where did that one sneak by me? Uh, so that, that wasn't released. So there was, there was supposed to be two songs actually that were unreleased and one of them got cut at the last minute. Um, and then, so it just left one unheard song, but that song came in, um, probably about a year and a half ago, actually. And, 
I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do it. It kind of just Scott sent it to me saying, hey, man, listen to this song. I think it's badass. And I was like, yeah, this is a wicked song, but there's there's no way I can sing that tune. It's so high and there's so many highs and so many lows in the song. It's just like it's a real challenging song. And then um, I started working away on it with my vocal coach just kind of as a practice, a practice tune. Um, and then when it came time to cut, I kind of sent Scott a little demo of me playing it on acoustic and singing it. And he was like, man, I think we should cut this. I think it'll be cool for live. And um, that's kind of how that song got, got put on the record. Well, I'm happy it made it on there. And it's completely different from the radio single that you got right now, Neverland. Uh, for a title like Neverland, let me just say right off the top, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard it a, mi- a million times, but you did nail that kind of dreamy atmosphere right when the song starts, which kind of takes you into the vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We we kept the production really simple but really beautiful on this on that track. It's you know it's wide open. The guitars sit real nice, panned left right. And there's not a whole lot going on, but I think that's what that song needs. It's just just bare bones but beautiful. You know. Yeah. Well, it's got a deeper lyrical content though, right? Do you find as an artist you have to uh, kind of pair a song back like that when the when the content is a bit deeper? Yeah, I think you know you're either you're always trying to highlight um, the strengths of a song. So in this song, you know, you really want people to be hearing the story the first time around and not just be loving the music. And then later on, after learning the lyrics, being like, oh, that's what that song is about, you know? Absolutely, man. So when, we, when it comes to side B, then, is it, is, it, is it going to be more, like, I mean, is it going to be single, then single, then single in a collection? Or are you going to be dropping some stuff on us maybe we're not anticipating right now? Uh, it's going to be kind of the, the not anticipated style. Um, kind of what I did with Cain and Abel, where Abel was not, nothing was released prior. We just dropped it kind of as like a passion project. And that's kind of what happened with, uh, these next songs that are coming up as well. You know, we did the Neverland EP and then, um, I just had a bunch of songs that I had written that I felt were pretty important and, and just important to me, right? Not just important, but important to me um that i had to get off my chest and just about experiences that i'd gone through and it kind of i had spent some time out in la with one of my really good friends and uh i was writing out at their compound out there and i had this idea while i was really stoned that um i wanted to write a concept record called the roaches the ravens and the wildflowers and each one of those titles being a character in the music industry Mm -hmm. so uh, we wrote those three songs, and then we added a fourth, and I uh, went in about three weeks, four weeks ago now, and uh, cut those live off the floor with a band, and uh, just starting to hear them back now, and we're going to get them mixed, and you know, those are not for radio, they're just kind of for for me and for the diehard fans and the people who you know, know my brain and know my heart. And that's, that's the goal of those. So I figure you're going to blow my brain on that one though, because I am a fan. So I'm going to get them. I'm going to listen to them. And then being in the music industry, I'm going to have to like, you know, dig into which one I am, the roach or the whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty scared about being any of them, to be honest with you. I don't know. No, no. The Raven, the Raven is a good thing. The wildflower is a good thing. The roach is just, 
a thing that exists in our industry. So, um. <laughs> well, good. I look forward to being being inspired by this one. It's going to be awesome, man. You know, I'm a fan of that. Hey, we got to talk about some other stuff too, though. Uh, hey, you're fast becoming like a fashion icon on Instagram now. Uh, those Copper Demon uh, merch <laughs> things you got going on look great. Ah, thanks, man. Yeah, I had some downtime during quarantine, and I've I've been a a purveyor of black t-shirts for a very long time. Um, since I was like a kid, you know, I'd do my laundry and it was all darks always. Um, and then I found, uh, you know, just with touring and playing shows and whatnot, I was always buying new shirts for stage. And, and then I, I started to think like, why am I, why am I filling someone else's pockets when I could, you know, it's pretty taboo to wear your own merch on stage, in my opinion, if it has your name on it. So I was always frustrated because I was designing merch that I liked, but I couldn't wear it. So then I was like, well, what if I just create a brand um, and then release that? So it, we haven't quite released it yet. I've just kind of been teasing it, um, but we're diving into that shortly. So It must be nice to have a creative outlet when music is so different this year, yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's kind of what I did with my downtime was I just I got all these designs done up and kind of figured out what I wanted it to be and built a website and um, eventually I'd like to get rid of Andrew Hyatt merch altogether and just, just sell that. You know what I mean? If I can kind of cross that bridge eventually, but who knows? No doubt, eh? Nothing wrong with setting bars though and keep moving towards the future. Yeah, man. And like, you know, building, building businesses, multiple businesses is always a smart thing. So. Yeah, no doubt. As a creative guy and, and most fans who are aware of, you know, the you're on the creative side of the country music industry, uh, 2020, would you consider it, you know, uh, a, a, a good creative year if, for lack of better terms, a bad creative year? I know a lot of people are writing things, but is, is what we're getting out of it? Is it worthwhile in your opinion? Uh, man, there, it, it's been like a, what I mean I by that is, it, is there's so many feelings and emotions, and I know artists normally draw on those, but normally they draw on them, you know, one or two at a time, like an angry record, a, a breakup record, a, a happy record. But a lot of people are dealing with a lot of things at once right now. Yeah, man. I, you know, for me, I think it's it's been good for me. Um, it kind of forced me to hit the reset button a little bit and then take all of those feelings that are coming in waves right I've been all of those things this year I've been sad I've been depressed I've been angry I've been happy I've been you know thankful and then I've been scared out of my mind about what the future holds um but it's also pushed it's I feel like whatever I'm creating I'm creating in a way that I've never created before you know I'm cutting vocals in my house I'm I'm doing things that I I would never have done that I would have relied on someone else to do so in a, in a creative way it's pushed the boundaries of how I create, not so much what I create, if that makes sense. No, it does. It, it sounds like growth, but just in a different manner. Yeah, it's like forced growth. And it's all the things that I've put off and taken for granted for years, you know, having great producers to work with or great, um, great rooms to be in to record vocals. And, and finally, I just was like, well, this is what I do for a living. So I should probably have it in my house instead of spending thousands and thousands of dollars traveling to the West Coast to cut vocals or you know, flying to Nashville to cut vocals or whatever it is, right? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. If you have a studio at your house and you're able to create music, nothing wrong with that for fans. I'll tell you that. 
Exactly. No doubt. All right, man. Well, hey, I'm taking way too much of your time. So I remind fans that they get a, a reintroduction to some older tracks uh, and uh, and some new stuff on the Neverland EP that's out Friday. Uh, the Neverland single is at radio now. We're going to be spinning it today with the chat and uh, with the top 30, of course. And, and good luck, man, because you know I'm a fan. Let's knock this one out of the park, all right? Yeah, appreciate that so much.